The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about other topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the person stating them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to the long-awaited and much-anticipated episode 21 of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Ed. And after an extended month-long endeavor, the four-part whiskeyumentary on Prohibition, we're back to doing what we do best. Drinking whiskey and talking about it. <laughs> and that's reviewing two whiskeys based on a theme, uncovering their surprising similarities and connections, and then randomly going off on some shit that recently pissed us off. <laughs> <laughs> and so in that vein, we're continuing our occasional series on finished whiskeys, which nearly every distillery you can think of seems to be doing these days. So far, we've done rum in episode 11, port in episode 16, and tonight we're doing cognac which, very much like bourbon, is a distilled barrel-aged spirit in its own right with a long and rich tradition. Also, sitting in with us at the recording station slash breakfast bar is someone who can be heard on roughly half of our podcasts, but who has never actually been a guest. <laughs> so Ed's here to get us going with the cognac-finished whiskeys we've selected, as well as introducing who's here enjoying them with us tonight. Thanks, Scott. Right. It's actually a very interesting thing that there's not as many cognac-finished whiskeys as you would think, and the ones that are out there tend to be scotch whiskeys mm, yeah but what we have is crown royals exo which is a canadian whiskey that's been finished in cognac barrels and scott has picked up for us an irish whiskey lamb bay which has also been finished in cognac cast it's a small batch blend which we're kind of wondering if it's going to taste scotchy or not mm, i think it might so we're kind of excited to see that and joining us is my son michael who goes by the stage name of chalk mike who provides the opening music for our shorts with his song free Freedom. And he has been uh, chomping at the bit, if you will, to get on the podcast, being that we've been uh, recording for about, about a, year. a year now, yeah. and uh, he's never made an official appearance. Right. Um, <sighs> and there's a long <laughs> list of people um, that he feels have made appearances ahead of him, and okay. uh, he's going to have a chance to tell you about that. Get this list together. <laughs> it's a, it's like the Dead Sea Scrolls rolling out over there with you. I'm glad we're on the upper level. I can roll it out the window. So I can <laughs> well, maybe you should introduce him. Oh, I guess you did. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, say hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. I am Chalk Mike. I am the son of my pops, Ed. Hi, Ed. Hi, <laughs> hi, Mike. Um, I'm the uh, castaway here. Oh, so, stop! So <laughs> no, 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 no. Like no, I, like I said, I'm hurt. You were on half of our podcast, right? right. <laughs> see, they made me. They, but see, they brought that fact in right before I got on air. Right. But before then, I was bitter up until this point. I was like, <laughs> "Why have you not brought me on, Dad? Why?" Are you Scott, embarrassed? That's me? my uncle. I call him Uncle because he's hot. <laughs> That's <laughs> my uncle Scott. You feel me? Chalk Mike. All right? Jeez. So, well, welcome to the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, Mike. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It's it. sad that he's actually been here to pick me up drunk and take me home sometimes, <laughs> but he's never been 
able to talk on the air. I read the breathalyzer because he has a, a take home breathalyzer. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I, I read it and I'm like, okay, why am I here if it, if it reads right? But, but I have never been on air. But thank you guys. I, I appreciate you for having me on. Finally, well, you're very welcome. And I think so. Uh, since we're doing cognac finished whiskeys, uh, Mike has brought some cognac with him. You better know I did. Mm-hmm. Hennessy. <laughs> why wouldn't I bring the Henny? Yeah, I grew us. up with Hennessy. Yeah, Henny to the head. Henny to the head. It's oh. a quote. It's a phrase. Henny to the head. I mean, just last New Year's, you had what cognac did you have? Uh, uh, Doucet. Over New Year's, yeah. Doucet. Yep. It's a cognac by, well, Jay Z heads it. You know, it's his whole thing. It's what he promotes. It's smooth. You know, it's like the new trend in cognac in the hip hop right. culture. So it's good. It's not just hype because the name's on it. You think it's a good product? No, no, it's not just hype. It's actually very smooth. It's not harsh. So it, you can find yourself drinking it all night, actually. You know, mm-hmm. you can get caught up in its trance. And that's interesting. We talked about celebrities doing whiskey, and we thought that Bob Dylan's Heaven's Heaven's Gate, right? <laughs> Heaven's Door. You always think it's Heaven's Gate, the cult. You're the like, cult. to me, it's got a metal gate. You call it a door, but it looks like a metal gate to me. Well, right. it's Heaven's Door because he's knocking on Heaven's Door. Right, the song. That's true. Right. There's a lot of celebrities out there that are putting out whiskeys and vodkas, right? Ciroc, right? Was Ciroc, Ciroc was, was a Puff Daddy. Right. right. He did. He had, uh, had Ciroc. So the point is, just because celebrities put their name on it doesn't mean it's a shitty product. Like the Game of Thrones Scotch were actually very drinkable when I understand we tried one we did so they were, they're not just writing it in is what I mean yeah they were all distilleries owned by Diageo that's and, why they were legit right and so also if I'm not mistaken Diageo also owns Hennessy oh well look at that it all look comes at, look at the connection full circle and also they own Crown Royal so mm, interesting well, there's a link there we'll get to later so yeah. Scott give us the background for people who don't know exactly what cognac is All right. So cognac is a designation of origin, just like bourbon is. So it's a type of brandy, which is wine that has been distilled to create a clear spirit known as eau de vie, which is literally water of life. That sounds familiar to people who know where the word whiskey came from. It's aged in charred oak barrels for a certain amount of time. Now, brandy can be made anywhere, but cognac, by law, must be produced in the cognac region of France. Of course, that's where it gets its name. Fancy. Uh, It must contain at least one of three particular types of grapes, although others can be added. It must be distilled twice, and it must be aged at least two years in new charred French oak barrels. So kind of like bourbon is a designation of origin, and it has very strict rules. Mm. Cognac is the same way. Whiskey, all whiskey, is made from essentially beer that just hasn't been hopped. And cognac is the same thing, except it's wine. Right. And on the Hennessy bottle, it says, produced and bottled in Cognac, France. Correct. By the Hennessy Company. Mm. Imported by the Moet Hennessy USA Incorporated, New York, New York. So it is bottled and created in Cognac, France. Yeah. It has to be, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's I mean, that's Right, to call it a cognac. Or else it would be Hennessy brandy if it was It wasn't. would be a brandy. So correct. hell, I've been fancy even in my in my ratchet days mm-hmm. right. when I was drinking crazy and reckless with no, you know, right. I, I've been fancy. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> you why you are so fancy. Right. Thank you. I'm, Thank like you. I'm sure like E and J, I believe E and J. Irkin jerk as we call it right. on the street. Uh, is is like a brandy. Yes, that's a brandy. I, I, that right. yeah, that was the original, you mm. know. But you so know, what's Cavassier then? Cavassier, I think, is also a cognac. Right. So yes, I think that's, that's the cognac. other. What's um Remy? Remy is also a, a cognac. cognac. Right. Those are the higher ends. Remy so Martin. Mm-hmm. Martin. I, I actually had Remy Martin XO once, uh, and I quite liked it. But I don't think I've had cognac since. Really? Right. Why? It's just I, not your thing. Um, I'm not really sure why. I mean, I know. So we have the, Hey, let's try right now. I was here because yeah. I was dying to drink sure. something. We've been on the air for like uh, right. eight minutes and I haven't drank anything.
Thank you for calling the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. Please select from the following three options. Press 1 for cognac. Press 2 for Canadian whiskey with cognac. Press 3 for Irish whiskey with cognac. You've selected 1. Well, aren't you a fancy bitch? Please hold while we prepare your selection. So we all have a little heady straight up in the glass here. Heady to the head. It's uh, 80 proof, so it's not incredibly fiery. 80 proof, okay. Let's see. Mm. Oh, that's nice. It's um, it's so different from whiskey. It is different. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, now that I've been drinking whiskey due to my pops. Um, and your uncle. And my <laughs> uncle, you've educated me. He is also my maestro. He teaches me things. <laughs> maestro. Um, yeah. But no, definitely the Hennessy, it almost has more of an alcoholy taste. Versus like a, a wood or a oaky. It's very fruity. It's, it's very fr- it's sweeter. Yeah, it's, a little. it's got a little sweeter. Yeah, taste. it's much. A, it's a sweeter, like rounder flavor. I mean, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's actually. Um, I'm enjoying it more tonight than I have in the past, and I don't know why that is. Maybe because I'm actually taking a second to analyze it, or maybe you realize you haven't had me on the show, and right, since I feel the guilty about and it. Guilty, so <laughs> you know, let me like it for my son. Most of the time, I, I, <laughs> I most of the time I drink Hennessy. In the past, or Remy, or any of them, I'm thinking it's not whiskey. Um, it's not bad. And the connection is that Crown Royal is owned by Diageo as well. We believe, and the internet believes, that the Crown Royal XO is finished in Hennessy barrels. Mm. Because they're both owned by the same company, it would be easy to swap them out. Though there's no confirmation. I saw it on four or five different sites that that's what the claim was. Interesting. So like we did with the port episode where we had some port before we tasted the whiskeys that were finished in port, we're doing the cognac first just to get an idea of what cognac tastes like so that perhaps... We can taste those flavors right. in the whiskeys. When I feel we like I, it could use a, a little more age. It can. And uh, it says very special on the label. Cognac doesn't have age statements on their labels right. the same way that whiskey does. Whiskey actually puts the years on there. Cognac designations are usually letters. So this is very special, which is VS. Uh, you also see like three stars. That, mm-hmm. that means very special. It's mm-hmm. been aged at least two years. So all cognacs are blended. Mm-hmm. And the youngest of the blend has to be aged at least two years to get the VS designation. Now, the next step up is the VSOP, which is very superior or special old pale, which is aged at least four years. And then there's there's the XO, which is the top of the line, which just last year, the designation was aged at least six years, but it's now 10 years. So if you see XO, the youngest cognac in there is at least 10 years old. Right. Okay. So you're right that this could be aged longer and Hennessy, I'm sure, has a higher expressions right there's yeah, got to yes. be a Henne- hennessy vsop and xo oh yes for sure right for well last year for uh christmas mike i bought you well did i buy the, the XO? xo yeah the xo you got me the xo for christmas see my pops he comes through he buys yeah. me uh nice fine things for christmas but he doesn't bring me to where i can present them on the show right but we're not going to get into that um <laughs> so he's, he's still the list he's of people the, he feels got on the oh, show ahead of him like gabe i realized it was gabe no no i mean gabe's a homie Okay, he goes back in time, but he's not your son, Pops. He's not your hunk you, you know? <laughs> I, I just made that up. Like your nephew hunk, you know, hunk nephew. Okay, Christian, all right? Christian, he's my boy, he's my bro, right, but he's, Christian. he shouldn't have been here just yet, you know? But come on, man. What about your lady? Wait, my lady. <laughs> Nari. Nari was here, and guess what? I'm sitting at home watching the baby. <laughs> I'm home watching the baby. Twi- Wait, the best part is twice on. before they you got on. 
party. Mm, they had true. a New Year's party extravaganza, right. and I'm home watching the baby. <laughs> right, that's true. You could dirty. You that's sorry. Ah. Y'all did me dirty, man. That's sad. But you know what? I'm you're a, here now, right? Okay. Yeah, you're I'm here right. now. Um, I got a little trivia for you. Okay. For like a couple of years, Ozzy Osbourne would drink a bottle of Hennessy and a bottle of Coke every day. See? Every day. See? Can it's you imagine drinking this sweet cognac with a, Coke? With, with Coke. Oh. God. Every day, on top of everything else the motherfucker was doing, you know, like with <laughs> cocaine. He's still alive. Weed. How? Yeah, he's supposed to be always on deathbed, and they just showed a picture of him yesterday. He was like, I'm good. Nice. Jet skiing. <laughs> I'm good. He's, he's ready to tour again, apparently. It's amazing. It really is amazing. Power to him. <laughs> All right, so we are going to go away, pour a little bit, or maybe a lot, of uh, Crown Royal XO. Oh, yeah. And taste it and talk about it. Thank you for calling the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. Please select from the following three options. Press 1 for cognac. Press 2 for Canadian whiskey with cognac. You've selected 2 French Canadian, eh? You know nobody likes you, right? Please hold while we prepare your selection. All right, so we're back. We've poured some nice, hefty drams of Crown Royal XO, mm-hmm. which got me thinking after what Scott said. XO means at least 10 years old. I have a feeling the rules don't apply to whiskey. They only apply to cognac. So Correct. Like the XO, like it's just on there, but it doesn't mean that it's 10 years old. We don't really know how old it is. Right. I think they just put XO on there to like convey that it's really good cognac. Correct. But we don't know. But we don't know. We believe the Tennessee barrels that it's aged in, but it could be their XO Hennessy barrels, right? That would be cool. Yeah, that it, it could. That would be cool. So a little history of Crown Royal real quick. And I'll be honest, I haven't had a lot of success with Canadian whiskey over the years, but Crown Royal has always been very drinkable. And for many years, we talked about at weddings, sometimes you're hung out to drive of something to drink. Crown Royal was like an oasis in the desert. Right. It's a nice drinkable whiskey. It always has been. It's sweet. It's vanilla. It's not very complex. It's true. There's not a long finish to it, but I've never had a complaint about it. So as a novice, is it a spiced whiskey? Is it spiced? No, it's not spiced. And it's not. And that's different between a flavored whiskey. Thank you for asking because crown royal has hoard themselves out in my opinion <laughs> and they have maple and peach and, Ugh, and yeah. gummy apple, bear apple, flavor apple, whatever apple, and yeah, fucking yeah. swedish fish flavor I whatever they have hoard themselves. I think they have vanilla too yeah i mean yeah. well i know i've had the vanilla the vanilla is actually oh, very good is I, it? smooth i, oh, I mean right. i bought an airplane bottle that once or twice when i was just i wanted something to drink with a beer you know it's sweet it's a nice change up it's not terrible hey. <laughs> it's sweet you said sweet yes yeah, oh, 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 yes, yes, oh, right. i see right. so you're sweet now yes. is that right okay. so <laughs> Um, a little bit about Crown Royal. The brand was created in a really unique situation in 1939 by Samuel Bronfman, the president of Seagram's. And he crafted this whiskey in 1939 in honor of a visit from King George VI and Queen Elizabeth, the present Queen Elizabeth's mother. Talk about Queen fancy. Yeah, talk about fancy. Yeah, fancy. Mm, tea time. They were the first <laughs> reigning monarchs to visit Canada, which I found incredibly surprising. What? Right. They, what? they were the first reigning monarchs to ever visit Canada. Yeah, Canada's crazy. part of the yeah, monarchy. Canada. Right. Here. Well, maybe they didn't want to come over on the ship. <laughs> I guess. It's just yeah, we heard shit. about you, Canada. Yeah, it's a well, long No, that's journey. true. Before 1939, ship travel is a little sketchy. I yeah, can see that. Yeah. 
So um, he made 600 different versions before he came up with the crown royal that is around today. 600? 600. Right. Wow. And, um, That's a perseverance. A, yeah, he has a time with it. And, yeah. The blend still comes in the same distinctive cut glass bottle and purple sack with the gold trim and tassel drawstring that was presented to the king and queen 80 years ago. <laughs> Sorry. We heard purple sack and we just... <laughs> <laughs> we looked at each other and just started the purple sack. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry, we are children. It's, sorry, it's, it's, I'm going nephew. Is how we do it. Sorry. Well, sorry so please. you're thinking like what the Avatar sack? <laughs> like, oh, oh. Uh, no, were they blue? They were blue. I, I'm doing at my night. best to try to justify at why you why you'd laugh at purple sack. It's at, not at night with a little glowing glowing. If I told like glow. listen, my opinion is if I said he handled the sack to the queens, well, then I would understand it. But purple sack by itself is well, like maybe Barney. Barney. There you go. Uh, <laughs> please continue. Yes, please. Better fucking be edited by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, the that, company. no, that's gold. We're staying in. Gold. Sorry, purple tin. <laughs> so fast forward. He uh, After that, you fucked me all up. Hold on. Let me start over. It's all good. So <laughs> <laughs> the blend still comes in the same distinctive cut glass bottle and purple sack with gold trim and tassel drawstring that was presented to the king and queen 80 years ago. The recipe and process for making it also remain the same with the essential crown royal ingredients of locally sourced grains and the use of charred oak barrels. Now, the property is huge. The Crown Royal Company, a branch off of Seagroves, if you will. Where about in Canada is this? It's in Manitoba, oh. right on Lake Winnipeg. Oh. And oh, at any one time, they have over 1.5 million barrels of whiskey on their premises. Wow. Dang. Wow. Production runs nonstop, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It requires approximately 10,000 bushels of corn, rye, and barley, and roughly 900,000 of gallons of water every day. What? 80% of those grains are obtained locally in Manitoba and other surrounding provinces. And the water comes right from Lake Winnipeg, which is naturally filtered by limestones in the lake bed. The choice of grains used in the blend is a matter of taste as well as practicality, which is corn, rye, and barley, because they're able to withstand the sub-zero temperatures characteristic of the region. That's very interesting. Yeah, because when I was doing research, I came across the fact that Crown Royal is the number two brand in America, right behind Jack Daniels. What? Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. That is A fascinating. Canadian whiskey but, is the number two brand in America. But I'll put it to you like this. When have you ever walked in anywhere and not seen Crown oh, Royal? Oh, right. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Every, Every wedding, restaurant has it. Yep. Yeah, weddings have yes. it. Everything has them. You're right. Guess what number three is? Jack Daniels, Crown Royal. Fucking Fireball. What? You believe that fucking shit? That's everywhere. Fireball. That's everywhere. Jim Beam is fourth. Wow. It's amazing. All right. Uh, <laughs> what? Baffled here. Baffled. So I really tried to find out the match bill for their regular Crown Royal. It was incredibly difficult because it's a blended whiskey. And I think that that means mm. the match bill changes based on which barrels are put together. Sure. And yet it tastes pretty similar. So I don't know how that necessarily works. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. This here Crown Royal. Did you taste it? You, you should have taste it. I'm on my second glass. <laughs> you got taste it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I didn't taste uh, it. We have, well, maybe I didn't. Okay, I'm so, not inhaling it. So here. this is why we haven't invited you because <laughs> you you went out of order and you yeah. tasted it we haven't yeah. tasted it yet uh, right or if you did taste it you're not supposed to talk about it yet you're supposed to act like it's a fresh taste right yeah. we'll edit this out all right all right see or maybe that? we won't well, okay <laughs> see what happened was <laughs> so real quick technically the crown royal is not a rye whiskey it may however contain varying amounts of rye grain so it could have 51 percent rye in it we don't know 
Right. They came out with a Crown Royal bourbon mash expression that had a mash bill of corn being 64%, rye 31.5, and 4.5% malted barley. Hmm. Okay. But yet, technically, it's not a bourbon. Right. I think they got in trouble for that by even having bourbon expression right. on the label. They had to change bourbon mash to blender's mash. Yeah, you can't call it a bourbon if you make it in Canada. So we are bourbon. Correct. It's like We're the cognac thing. Bourbon. Right, exactly. So the Citrus Series is their basic one. It's rye whiskey that's not a rye. There's another noble <laughs> member of this group, which is the Crown Royal Black, which is blended with the same characteristics as the original, but with a higher proof and a depth of dried fruits and maple notes. And finally, we get to their Master Series, which is includes the crown royal wine barrel finished crown royal reserve crown royal xo which we're going to enjoy tonight and the crown royal xr the primary difference between these blends is how they are aged the xo blend is for example aged in cognac cast to produce a smooth whiskey with notes of dried fruit spice and vanilla mm-hmm. while the xr reserve blend features rye with sharp bright undertones of clove and cinnamon mm. then there's this flavor series which we kind of shit on earlier which is their <laughs> apple peach vanilla the texas mesquite and the salted caramel blends. Salted caramel? The one thing about the vanilla, vanilla it's very cheap. It's like $25 a bottle. Mm. And then it goes up Should to be. the Crown Royal XR is $139.99. What? So let me tell you real quick. The hip-hop world loves apple yeah. and salted caramel. Mm. Have, you had, I mean, have you had the salted had caramel? It. It's smooth as shit. The apple is like, oh shit. I don't want to like it, but I do. The rule we have on the Whiskey Tangent podcast is drink your whiskey the way you like to drink it. If you right. like Fireball, we're not going to hang out, but enjoy it. Right. Um, no, I've had straight apple and straight salted caramel, and actually salted caramel is probably better than apple. I was surprised. I've never had the apple, but I would try it in the sense of have fun. Like, don't restrict yourself. But our opinion is, if you go into the apple and the maple and the cinnamon, you've kind of sold out a little bit. You know, you've sold out a little bit. <laughs> Regular whiskey does have the flavors of caramel and vanilla and green apple and maple cinnamon too those flavors can be tasted in actual whiskeys that have not been adulterated right okay here here's the shit kids nowadays like to mix their shit nobody's mm. really drinking straight whiskey not the millennials right i'm technically a millennial henny with coke give it to me crown royal give me a little ginger ale you know what i'm saying like that's where the millennials are living but we started that too we had jim beam and ginger ale or jack and coke that's true and then that's like, true we did and so maybe like, it's a youthful mindset right then. i think I, I, like, we all do right. that i think it is like then, so when you get older when you, you get, like, like fuck that you get in your 50s yeah. right right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you get used to the flavor of it and then you start tasting more uh subtle flavors yeah i'm gonna be honest it. i'm 35 i used to chug it to the head mm-hmm. i'm tasting it now like the first time i ever got drunk was on wine coolers oh, so shit. Oh, and, okay. that, and i look at i me. was on mad dog yeah i mean all right so we have the um crown royal xo let's give it a try here uh, Mike, let's try this. Yeah. Oh, try this for the first time in the last five yeah, minutes. Okay. <clears throat> My first try was great. Wow. No, that is actually. That's actually really good. What is, the, what is the proof on this? 80. 80. Okay. Same as Hennessy. Okay. So you really don't need to put ice on it. It's really good neat. But it's still stronger than Hennessy. Like the taste. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's absolutely stronger. It's than a stronger, like bolder taste than Hennessy. Mm-hmm. By Definitely. Far. It's not as sweet as the cognac. It's not as and, sweet. And it shouldn't be. It's a blend of 50 different whiskeys to make these bottles. Really? Mm. So they go out and they take 50 barrels and they mix them all together and then they bottle them from that. 50? 
Yep. I mean, this is really nice. It's very drinkable, very uh, especially nice. at 80 proof. Right. Um, it is a, a tiny bit alcohol for, but uh, it, not unpleasant. The, the finish is so sweet. I feel like it balances nicely. Yeah. It, like hits you with alcohol for a second and then you definitely taste the cognac. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh my God. The cognac yeah, sure. is so yeah. heavy in the finish. To show you the difference, we're going to take a sip of regular Crown World. Pass that pops. See, he be holding out. See how he hold out with me on the show? No, he I, hold out. This the, is the exact time to do it, Mike, after we taste the other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm belligerent. Yeah, yeah you are. And I, I didn't. Because I love him. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm going to put the thunder sound effect right <laughs> after that. Jack, my belligerence. I mean, like, seriously, like, it took him, like, two drinks to get there. I didn't break your glass, so I don't see what the problem is. Oh, Jesus. You broke my heart, Pops. Oh. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> Yeah, the regular, it's fine. It's not, it's yeah. not as alcohol, even though the proof wow. is the same. Yeah, the XO is much better. Right. I mean, much better. The Crown Royal XO is almost like if you poured the Hennessy into the Crown Royal. Right, and I know right. they didn't do that, but. Right, it's not like, right, exactly. Thing. You really can taste the cognac finish. You really can. You really you, can yeah. That's why I'm glad we had some of the regular Crown Royal laying around that we could compare the two. Yeah, because yeah. It makes a real difference. It really does. I never noticed how bold or how much different whiskey and cognac is. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Until we just don't, we're doing it now. Yeah. So I appreciate this. It's, I like XO better. Let's just say that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. 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 But you Lord. should because this is $28 for the Crown Royal and the right. XO was 50 So oh, you should Lord. like it better. There's a yeah. huge difference that, in that. It's a my huge whole difference. nose is like ringing differently. Mm -hmm. All yeah. right. So th I think this was a success. I won't turn it down if someone offers it and I might buy it once a year. Yeah, sure. XO is the shit. My right, so girl's going to appreciate the, me drinking this Crown Royal this evening. Why is that? Because she likes my company when I drink <laughs> certain, certain, <laughs> certain, <laughs> certain liquors. <laughs> certain let's liquors. Just, let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, well, She's like, oh, I love yeah. you. Okay, well, on she that did, note. She, she did tell me to get you drunk tonight. I'm like, th she I'm like there's no way he won't be. Like, how can I not? Right. So, good. All right, Do so it. I think uh, we should switch gears here and try the right. uh, Lambay Irish Whiskey. Thank you for calling the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. Please select from the following three options. Press 1 for cognac. Press 2 for Canadian whiskey with cognac. Press 3 for Irish whiskey with... You've selected 3. You have an adventurous spirit. Get it? I'm so funny. Please hold while we prepare your selection. Okay, so we've uh, poured some Lambay Irish whiskey that's been finished in cognac casks in our glasses. And before we taste it, it's a very brief history of the company. Their new company, Irish Whiskey, is making resurgence, and there's a lot of new stuff cropping up. Alexander Baring, the seventh baron of Revelstroop, in partnership with French cognac producer Camus Wines and Spirits, created Lambay Whiskey, which is named after a small island in the Irish Sea off the coast of Dublin that has been owned by the Baring family for over a century. They have two whiskeys, the one we're tasting tonight, both of which employ the ex-cognac cask for finishing. The small batch blend is a mix of malted unmalted and grain whiskeys from the West Cork distillery that have been triple distilled, aged in bourbon barrels, Ooh. and delivered to Lambay Island. So there's actually no distillery on Lambay Island, but it's where the whiskeys are blended and finished in cognac casks. And that, aged, right? That's, that's interesting. They're aged at the West Cork distillery where they were aged in the bourbon barrels, and then they're delivered to Lambay Island. For finishing. Correct. Okay. So they're blended and finished in cognac casks that were exposed to the sea air. So, I mean, that's it. 
that's the whole history right. of the, and what distillery. What it says on the bottle is our small batch Irish whiskey blend is triple distilled and crafted with Lambay Island Trinity Well Water, which is what they use to proof it. Mm-hmm. It features notes of malt, flora, mm. cracked almonds, and pepper. Interesting. It has a cognac cast finish. For stories of our whiskey, you can go to their website and they'll tell you all about it. I don't know what they're going to tell you. More than we just told you. Yeah, I, I went to the website and that, that's what I gleaned from it. All right, so <laughs> go back much. in time to Wisconsin. There's a lot of bullshit. And you'll get back to Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to taste this. It Look at the color of it. It looks so urine Yeah, it's urine It's, it's urine like right? It's like it's very urine Yellow, very, very apple juice looking. I like, feel like I've seen this leaving the house. So he's peeing before he left. Yes. Is that what you? Urine. <laughs> This is urine. Well, <coughs> it, it smells alcohol. Alcohol forward to me. I don't smell a lot. I more. smell banana for some reason. I'm do you? Oh, okay, you can. I smell banana. Oh, first. interesting. I've had a little bit of a cold. So I do smell it like uh, an unripe do banana. You hear me? Unripe you know banana, like a green banana. On, the first alcohol poisoning experience in my life oh. was ninety nine bananas. We what got, is that? Uh, it's a vodka. We oh. got fucked uh, on a school night. Does it taste like vodka? Straight banana. I threw up all in the house. My mom was like, what's wrong with you? I'm sick. Knowing I was drunk as shit my first time. <laughs> Throwing up. Yeah, yeah. Well, since we're like going to talk about that, like when I was 15, I went to my buddy Mike. It was his senior week, and I'm three years younger than him. So I was with him, and I had about nine Bacardi and Cokes. And then I threw up Bacardi and Cokes for about two hours. And I was hammered and they threw me in the bedroom to sleep. And then I would roll onto the floor and I would crawl up the door and open the door and stumble out into the party and sit down. They would find me be like, Ed, and they throw me back in the bed. <laughs> and it would take me like 20 minutes to get out every time. That's what happened when your best friend is a senior and you haven't hit puberty yet. You know, it, it, it's I have puberty. Cycle. I just, I was like a, a I was barely, like a freshman. Barely. And what's funny is I go out and start talking shit to girls like I had a game. Like I'm, he did it. I'm 15. I smell like vomit. <laughs> and, and, it's very attractive. You know, and I had a slight pouch on my stomach at that point. Let me tell you something, Pop. That's fucking confidence. We talking shit to ladies and you, your belly out and you still throwing up. Listen, I got jumped one time in Trenton, New Jersey. They sliced me up, cut me. I was just in the wrong place we're at the wrong gonna, time. We're not going to keep that in the podcast. It's dark. It's okay, just, you're right. There was a dark time in my life when I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. How does this have to do with whiskey or... Because... <laughs> just get to drinking. See, I lost it now. I had it when you talk about it, but I, I just lost it. I, it was it was related. Well, wait. So uh, you, guys, you guys talked about your worst experiences. Let me talk about mine. Ahead, please, so uh, we were in college He's and we were drinking beer mm-hmm. and we were playing quarters. And we ran out of beer. And the only liquor that we had left was gin. Oh, God. And so we started playing quarters with gin, God. drinking the same amount of gin that we would have drank beer. Uh, and oh, no. What? I ended up puking yellow. Oh. Like yeah. bile, everything. Like I puked up so much that I puked all the food out. Uncle and no. I was just, yeah, stomach acid. And it was it was a nightmare. Uncle, no. So, yeah. So it kind of looked like Lambe. Wow. <laughs> whiskey. Yeah, I can see that. Good segue, right? I, Remember, Mike, we want people to listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, so, so don't so, be too Scott, we want people to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. So what so. we've just done the last seven minutes is it's got people hitting the stop button. No. So. Does it? I think people are like, nah, these people fuckers are, are crazy. Yeah, these I are, love so, it. Hopefully, you've all Sorry. reflected on that moment in your life where you Correct. first... <laughs> You first realized what Everyone. it was like to drink too much. Right. You know, the bed spins or that moment. Mm-hmm. Even now, as an adult, sometimes where you're getting loose with your friends and you're having a good time and then you go to the bathroom and you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God, the whole world just kind of swirled. You looked in the mirror, you're like, yo, bro, you need to lock it down. Mm-hmm. Then you go out and your friend just order you a fucking shot of kamikazes. You're mm-hmm. like, God damn it, it's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, exactly. yes. Cognac finished whiskey is a thing now, but not a big thing. Who's done it so far? And is there anything about, is it going to expand? What? Why isn't it more common? Because it's delicious. And I feel like rye would be great finishing cognac because you have the peppery spice of rye and the sweet finish of the cognac, but I haven't heard of any of them. I'm not really sure. Um, there are. Why not? Random belligerence ed edition. <laughs> there are five others that I looked for in the stores. There's Sagamore Spirit Rye. Love, like, love it. Has a cognac yeah. finish. There's a Bell Mead Bourbon XO cognac finish. Bell Mead, New Jersey? Not Belmar. Oh, shit. Bell Mead is a brand that uh, was an old time brand, like before Prohibition. They did not make it through Prohibition, but uh, recently uh, younger family members have like uh, redeveloped the brand. Chivas Regal XV Grand Champagne cognac finish. I would try that. I've had Chivas. I'm, I, I just don't like it. It's- yeah, there's a Glen Livet Captain's Reserve, which is a cognac finish as well. Um, and then a French uh, single malt called Bren 10 year old. They're all available, but I didn't really see them in our area. Interesting. There's also a bourbon-finished cognac. So wow. they, they take cognac and finish it in bourbon barrels. It's called Martel Blue Swift VSOP. Let's see, cognac. now that would be interesting to try as a counter. <laughs> <laughs> Mike said Bellmead like in New Jersey. I said, no, you mean Belmar. But actually, there is a Bellmead, New Jersey. He Thank just you. pulled Look up on his phone and showed it to me. If like, he'd have brought me on a show a like, little fuck sooner. Fuck you, bitch. There is a Bellmead. <laughs> if, if he'd have brought me on a show a little sooner, you would have known. Oh, my God. The intellect in this Literally, the last time man. we had something beat this long was when I broke Jay Langdon's goddamn family That's not glass. the longest beat. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, all I'm right. Sorry. All right. So let's. <laughs> Let's let's actually taste this. We haven't even tasted it yet. Oh, the Lambay Irish whiskey. So the cognac casks were exposed to the sea air before the whiskey was actually put in it. So you're supposed to taste like iodine and sea salt and perhaps. I smell banana still. Oh, this is different. This whiskey? It does not taste like a scotch. Wow. It's wow. It's different. It is different, right? It's definitely taste. There's a cognac finish to it. So it's almost like if you took like a Bushmills and you put it in a cognac finish. Maybe. It's got kind of that similar. Mm-hmm. Bushmills is kind of sweet. Now, this is a very sweet. It whiskey. is sweet. Like Hennessy almost. This isn't. Yeah. Whiskey yeah. This isn't as sweet as Bushmills. Bushmills is crazy sweet. I but I, I know what you mean. Well, maybe maybe Tully than Tully Merdue. Yeah. Which we've had finished in rum. I almost finished like. feel like if you finish this in cognac, it would taste like this. Yeah. That I, that I agree with. So uh, this is very drinkable. Is. I, I find this it's, it's, actually it's really good. Neutral. It's very neutral. I have a question for Mike. You were on tour twice. Is there any drinking experience you have? I think I was more because it was a hip hop tour. I was hip hop based drinking right, right. cognacs. But right. I think Jameson started trickling in then because I was like, what's brown? Right, right. Honestly, it was more of a what's cognac right. whiskey. I do notice with younger people, it's clear liquors versus brown liquors. Versus brown. We're not whiskey So they'll cognac. go tequila, rum, and whiskey right. against gin and vodka. Any day. Right. Any day. And some people only do gin and vodka. They want clear. And other people only want brown, which kind of offends my senses a bit that you're just going off color. Sadly, right? in this America that we're living in, mm. it is a color-based alcohol system <laughs> as well. And there and are clear expressions of both tequila and cognac. 
Right. They're there just, is. Yeah. And you know what? I prefer the darker tequila. Yeah, I, yes. I prefer so the aged I. spirits as well. So do right. I. I like is that what it is? Aged? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless they're actually adding color to it, it's usually it from breaks, the barrel aging. Right. It's the flavor you're getting from the wood. You don't think when you pop in a shot that you're tasting it as well, mm. but you are tasting it. Once so, by a time, there was a guy who got flown to Jamaica to perform. <laughs> he got flown to Jamaica to perform a concert. And uh, Cavassier was that night. Too. Got fell into some some cognac. Oh my god! And uh, hedonism and uh, Ooh, Jamaica. And was too drunk. <laughs> and when it was Kane Showtime, was too drunk to go on stage. Oh my god! Unlimited drink. I was at the bar. My manager was like, "Chuck, you going on stage in fifteen minutes? What you mean we going on fifteen? Probably ten years ago. Literally. But listen, you have to learn because I messed up a portion of my career with that adolescent <laughs> behavior because of dark liquor. And I'm saying well, there's no more Jamaican concerts since then. That's for yeah. sure. It hasn't been. Yeah. It's been L.A. I was in L.A. last week. I'll be honest. And it was great. And I did a video shoot. But the point is, you have to control yourselves, everyone. Take it from me. Hey, how'd the show go? Oh, funny thing. I didn't funny actually thing. get I to forgot my words. I didn't <laughs> actually. What show? I actually couldn't get on stage because <laughs> I was too drunk and they wouldn't let me perform. They was like, no, Chuck, you can't. You need a little prohibition in yeah. Jamaica. I needed prohibition <laughs> in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey life. Oh, yeah. But I, I love whiskey now. I'm going to be honest. Cognac isn't my thing anymore. Right. A, we have turned you into a you, whiskey drinker. Much more flavorful. Nice. Whiskey <laughs> has a deeper finish and, yeah. and there's a depth to the flavor mm-hmm. of good whiskeys. Yeah. Now, to be honest, we should probably have an XO. Please. At some point in the future. Oh, okay. uh, it doesn't have to be I'll on the podcast. Okay. But I think we should have, try an XO and compare it to one of our like really high-end expressions. Oh, an XO. XO Cognac. Okay. Yeah, because they're aged now 10 years. We'll and, wait a couple months and we'll do that. The reason bring me back sure if you stop being a dick <laughs> i can't right. help it yeah. you made me a dick you have to stop being a dick as if i you said stop uninviting me i'll stop being a dick I, I actually stopped recording like a half an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> dick see you see why i have to do it i love him bro. i love him it's not it's not true it's not <laughs> it wasn't it, it absolutely to be honest partially was the fact that you didn't drink a lot of whiskey i didn't Lies. think I didn't think of you as whiskey. I thought I you, don't. I don't. He, I thought even right, he, he's you're a craft right. beer guy, to be honest, and he enhances that with Hennessy and Jameson. Thank you, pops. We already did Jameson episode, but I'm thinking, you know what? We actually created this episode just to get you on. Right. He loves me, guys. Right. He loves me. Yeah, and you're not as cute as Nari not and anymore. Shelby. So I used to I mean, be right. No, uh, I uh, you're not uh, cute, but all right. our, to our fans, <laughs> our fans love the girls. Okay. <laughs> Who's like, you know, what would you choose? Three chicks or you? I mean, even Three you chicks know that. all day. All Fuck day chai. long. Fuck chocolate. Fuck chai. <laughs> Fuck him. Right. So the, the audience chicks. likes the girls. So that's where we're at. <laughs> right. I'd have chose them too. Right. Okay. So I think we can uh, wrap it up. So um, what do we think about all these cognac finished whiskeys? Cognac? I'll start because we have the rum finished whiskeys as a base, in my opinion, which was the Tullamore XO, Teeling Small Batch. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Angel Envy Rye. And we they love them. All excellent. They were Eat delicious. Pops. Thanks, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think this potential here is huge. I, I'd like, like I told you, I'd like to see some rye mm-hmm. experiment with because I think the contrast between the peppery and spiciness of the rye with the sweetness of the cognac finish would be outstanding. If we could have found the Sagamore rye, I so think. maybe that's maybe it's already exists and I just haven't found it yet. Yeah, because the reason why we like uh, Angel's Envy rye so much is because that has that rye flavor that we really like, and then with the rum sweetness and the you, maple, so you get it's like a maple finish. Yeah, it just gets so much complex flavor into it. 
The Crown Royal XO is delicious. It's not a traditional bourbon or rye expression, but I could see myself drinking it all night. What did you think about the Lambe? I like the Lambe a lot. I like Irish whiskey, so to me, it's the quality expression. I really like the Lambe too, but like most Irish whiskeys, it's right. a little thin, and I think I like the Crown Royal XO a little bit better. Even though they're basically the same proof. They are the same proof. The Crown Royal, it's a little darker. It's a little bit more complex, but the Lambe, I'm going to enjoy it very much. In fact, when I was looking at the reviews, a lot of people said that this would be a great cocktail mixer. I don't necessarily see that, but I am notorious. That's what they said. OG belligerence. <laughs> I am notorious for liking a cube or a globe in my whiskey. I can drink both the Crown Royal XO and the Lambe whiskey straight up. Yeah. So, Chuck, um, what did you think about both of them? I've tasted many liquors. I've thrown up on many. <laughs> I've, I've thrown up many I've liquors. I've relations on many. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle. But... I think I'm converting to whiskey world. Mm. Right. Transitioning out of the cognac world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's not as robust. It's not as aromatic. It's not as flavorful. Honestly, there's nothing else there for me. Yeah. I love that you say that because when I was doing the research for cognac and then uh, cognac finished whiskeys, what I was getting in the search results was a lot of cognac versus whiskey it's not a debate it's not a debate to me either and i was like i mean every now and then a cognac after dinner might be nice but every day day in day out whiskey whiskey whips the shit out of cognac i I love whiskey yo i had no idea that there was this sort of like rivalry going on behind between the the french and the rest of the world i guess i guess so yeah (laughs) (laughs) the irish and the canadians and the americans are all calling bullshit on you it's true sorry friend your grape is cute and shit but (laughs) wait your what? <laughs> grape. Your grape. Your grape. I thought you said your rape. No, shit. I was like, how'd that come up? Oh, how are we there? That's dark. No. Oh my god, your rape is cute. Your cognac is raping our taste buds. <laughs> Fuck your cognac. Ah. Give me whiskey. Oh my god. Golly. All right, all right. We gotta stop yeah. now. We can't keep any of this. This is oh. just. We can't make fun of rape. Why is that as you touch my butthole? <laughs> I just poured it down my back and it hit my backside. Oh, I don't know what it is. Hit the stop button. Hit the stop button. Somebody. No, no, no. We have I'm Ed. Right. We have to wait. No, no. I'm Ed. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So. Um. <laughs> All right, we're just going to sign off. We're just going to stop. Yeah. We're not going to have a traditional one right. because we we oh, we're, shit, I think we're listen. Too, I think we're too drunk. No, I'm I'm fine. Listen, okay. um, I'm sober. If you see, first of all, <laughs> if purple <you're>, sack. <laughs> if you're a Scotch drinker, Canadian whiskey drinker, an Irish whiskey drinker, or someone who can find the fucking Sagamore that we can't find, Make damn it, cognac finish is a win. Any I agree. Season, any barrel, go take it out. I want to thank Mike for being here. Thank you all. Thanks, I Mike. I want to thank Hennessy for letting us try her out. I want to thank Scott for his editing that he'll do on this podcast moving forward. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Mike, say goodbye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. I appreciate for finally, finally, and when I say F, capital F, finally having me on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks, Pops, and thanks, Hunkle. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Ed. I'm Scott. Chocolate mine. This has been the episode 21. Finally.
If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash whiskey tangent. And follow us on Twitter at whiskey tangent. You can follow me personally at that whiskey guy. And follow Scott at Giant Cup of Awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey! You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.